is the intro. Welcome to the intro of episode 68 of Monster Baby Podcast. A curious romp through the worlds of mindfulness and improvisation. My name is Lisa Rowland. And I'm Ted DeMaison. <laughs> uh, let's see. This episode is sort of a it's sort of a little grab bag episode of stuff that's on our minds and things we've been thinking about it in in, in no particular order. Yeah, just what's what's going on? I would not call it a cohesive theme this time. Inspired by some of our own musings, some reading we've been doing. Some things that came up on the fly. Facebook posts from friends. I have a little emotional moment toward the end. You did have an emotional moment. I did. I appreciate I'm your vulnerability. Uncovering my bullshit is what I'm doing. Okay, well, that's valuable for everybody. Yeah. Uh, and hopefully we cleaned up some of the bullshit and put, at least put it in a doggy bag. Or just got the comfortable sitting in it. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> so, as a prelude, now aren't you interested in what's coming up? We also have a question for you before we get going. Oh, well, yeah. So, we start the episode with Convergence. Another game Just of to get, get get moving and playing together. And we don't know if it's interesting to you to hear it. So We, we love playing it's it. It's fun playing, but we can play and then not record it and not, po- not publish it. So, yeah. that's fine. So, we, we just want your input. Right. So, if so, you listen to it and you're like, oh, no, that was kind of fun, then, like, Hit us up on, you know, you can get us on Facebook. Monster Baby Podcast has a page. Or you can e- email us and be like, yeah, I like it. Or like, not. Nah, that's the part that I wish weren't there. So right. I can get to the other part that I like. Yeah. Um, and all of that is good information for us. So let us know. Super helpful. And if you, you know, don't like it, you can look in the notes and see how much further you need to you go. You can skip 15 Just, seconds at a time, yeah. as we do with podcasts. Exactly. Exactly. So we are delighted you're with us. We hope the grab bag proves you know delightful for you. Yeah. We had a good time. Yeah. Uh, so here we go. Monster Baby podcast episode number 68. Enjoy. Checkity check check. One, two, three, four. Checkity check check. Here we go. Check, check, check it, check. Oh my goodness. Check, Everybody. check. Everybody on board. We good? Everybody record. Everybody. Is it good? Yes. Great. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Great. Um, do you feel in need of a warm up or in desire of a warm up of any sort? I don't know. Old standbys. Mm hmm. Convergence. Oh, yeah, we could play Convergence. I haven't played Convergence in a while. Sure, let's do it. Okay, this is Ted, your podcast editor, interrupting for just a moment to say, here's how you play the game Convergence. Lisa and I are each going to choose a word at random, and those words are going to become like bookends. And then we're going to try to find together and say at the same time somewhere that's between them or averages them or puts them together. Probably we're not going to get it the first time. And then those two words will become our new bookends, and we'll try to find some word in between those. And we'll keep going until we converge on a single word that is the same word at the same time. Okay, enjoy. One. Two. One, two, two three. three. Bamboo. Weasel. Weasel bamboo. One. Two. One, One two, two, three. three. Spider Panda. monkey. Panda and spider monkey. One. Two. One, One two, two, three. three. Zoo. Wildlife. Zoo, wildlife. One. Two. One, One two, two, three, three captivity. captivity. <laughs> there we go. Uh. One more? Yeah, well, I think we should play three for the rule of threes. Oh, three, three rounds? Yeah. Okay, two more. Correct. Great. One. Two. One, One two, two, three, three stained outage. glass. Outage, 
stained glass. One, two, one, two, two three, three lampshade. Window and lampshade. One, two, one, one two, two, three, three coloring. Coloring and light. One, two, okay. <laughs> one, two, two three, three, gel. gel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. Okay. <laughs> what was the other one you were thinking of? Refraction or Roy G. Biv. Okay. Or Rainbow. Hey, options. So many options. Yeah. It was gel was right there for me. Yeah. One. Two. One, one two, two, three, three tank. Litigation. Litigation and tank. One. Two. One, one two, two, three, three tribunal. Prison. Tribunal and prison. One. Two. One, one two, two, three, three court. crime. Court and crime. One. Two. One, one two, two, three, three judge. Jeez, trial and judge. One. Two. One, one two, two, three, three jury. Jeez. <laughs> jury and lawyer. Uh, um, jury. And lawyer. Lawyer. We've already said court. One. Two. One, One, two, two three, three argument. Prosecute. Argument and prosecute. One. Two. One, One two, two, three, three attorney. Convince. Attorney and convince. One. Two. One, One two, two, three, three brief. contract. Brief and contract. One. Two. One, One two, two, three, three memo. legalese. Memo legalese. One. Uh, two. One, one two, two, three, three fine jargon. print. Ooh, fine print is good. Jargon and fine print. Um, jargon and fine print. One. <laughs> two. One, two, two three, three mumbo privacy. Mumbo-jumbo mumbo and privacy. And privacy. Mumbo-jumbo and privacy. One. Two. One, one two, two, three, three Facebook. Facebook and secrets. One. Two. One, one two, two, three. three NSA. Encryption. NSA and encryption. Oh, jeez. NSA and encryption. Two. One, one two, two, three. three surveillance. Russians. <laughs> surveillance and Russians. So oh, we're good. <laughs> one. Two. One, one two, two, three. Spies. Trump, Trump and spies. I mean, one, um, two, one, one two, two, three, three government, Ukraine, Ukraine and government, <clears throat> one, two, one, one two, two, three, Zelensky. Zelensky. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really glad you also said Zelensky because that would have been a hard that took a one long, to combine with anything else. A long time to get there. Man, that was fun. Nice. I like nice. that wandering. <laughs> Wow. That was real circling. Mumbo jumbo. Circling around. Yeah. I love the way that works. It's, I, I don't understand why that game is so thrilling. I know, but it's really fun. It, but it just wanders, 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 wanders. You get close. Nope. Yeah. Like we were right there. Right. Nope. All right. Judge, jury, court, trial, <laughs> lawyer, attorney, prosecute. Like. Couldn't get it. Yeah. Zelensky took us there. Zelensky. Okay. Um, Ted, what should we talk about? Well, it's been a month since we last chatted when we had our conversation with, with Tiagi. Tiagi and our conversation 
while we were waiting for Tiagi. Yeah. So I feel like there's been a lot that's happened since then. Maybe we just do a little grab we catch bag. Up. We do a little, little catch up. up. Like what's been on your mind? You yeah. Because there's been plenty going on. And I mean, you've had some travels and I've had some things going on. There's been lots of stimulation from from the world out there, you know. So you said that you've been thinking about discipline. Mm-hmm. Primarily my lack thereof. Say more. Well, I just, there's, rather, I have highly selective <laughs> areas of my life where I apply mm-hmm. discipline. Mm-hmm. And maybe this is true about everybody. I kind of don't think so. I feel like I have met people who are just sort of like, they're, they're disciplined. They, they are structured. They stick to their structure. They like... They, they, whatever they commit to, they're going to do, they follow through. Yeah. Like I also do the things I commit to. Like that's, I don't mean discipline versus flakiness. Okay. But like, you know, I was late this morning and part of that was like, so the, and then I got thinking about like discipline and, and inspiration and like one of the, so like I'm getting ready for this big trip. I'm going to Vancouver. I've got to get my apartment for the, an improv festival, which is so exciting. I can't wait. We could talk about that as well. But like right as it was getting time, to, and I'm like consistently leave just enough time to mm-hmm. like shower, and I'm like always pushing it. Right. It is a habit I would like to break, of like pushing it till the last right. minute. It's like, oh, I've got to leave in twelve minutes. Great time to get in the shower. Like not a great time to get in the shower when you have to leave in twelve minutes. Yeah. It's like. It's certainly not luxurious. It's and I don't need a luxurious shower, but like. That's not enough time right. to like shower and then get out and then figure out what you're going to wear and then get ready to go and like get, gather all your things and go. It's like not enough time. It's like can be enough time yeah. once in a while. And those times give me false confidence, right? So anyway, that's a, hab- that's a habit that I've just got to break is mm-hmm. like just, just get ready half an hour before you have to be there. But I'm like, yeah, but then I have all, half an hour. You know, I mean, it's like it's silly. It's a. Yeah. And I'd rather have the half hour. I'd rather be relaxed. I, I do the same thing. <clears throat> yeah, think. but clearly I wouldn't because I have the option of the half hour and I'm never, and I never, you know you what I mean? It's like, it, I right. could be ready earlier, but I'm sort of like, mm, like inertia is very powerful. Yeah. Anyway, but today I was getting ready to leave and then got sort of inspired to get all these like little things done that will help me prepare for my trip. And I have not been inspired to do those things yeah. up until now. And it's important that they get done. Now was not the time when I had to be leaving, but it was the time that they were happening. And they, you know what I mean? It was like, yeah. uh, and so then it's like, well, you, you know, when, when like whatever that, mo- that moment strikes you of like, it's not. It's not terribly interesting. It's just a thing I was thinking about this well, morning. I, I, I think it's more interesting than you're giving it credit for, I, because what is it that allows you to be disciplined about the things you're disciplined about? Right. I mean, I think that maybe both of us have a tendency to go to the shiny object of our inspiration. I'm feeling inspired. I'm going to go there when something else. I'm putting this in quotation marks. You can't see them on if you're listening, but should be done. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I'm going to choose to honor my inspiration, but I, I don't know. But yeah, who are these people that, uh, how do they operate? The people who are steadily disciplined. I think but of my dad. Like, but that, but that also like. My buddy, Andy. 
Like these are people. Okay, who like, but hold on, hold on, wait a minute. But, but like, back up because okay. what you're suggesting is that the only time I'm not disciplined is when I'm inspired by something else, which is not true. <laughs> okay. Like this is not a day. This is not an. It's like well, well, it's you're choosing either in, in like. Oh yeah, well you would follow your discipline, but you're inspired for something, and sometimes that is true. But sometimes it's like, no, you're just dedicated to cutting it close, and like, why? Like, is it an adrenaline junkie thing, or is it like, why wouldn't right. I just leave myself plenty yeah. of time to yeah. be ready for a thing? So, do you have any answer to that? Mm, habit. I don't know. Inert, like inertia? inertia I'm like pattern. doing a thing and I don't want to stop doing that thing. Mm-hmm. Like transitions are always hard for me. Transitions, any kind. Transition, going to bed, getting out of bed, getting out of the car once I've arrived home. Mm-hmm. I like sit in the car. These are micro transitions. Oh yeah. No, I don't mean life transitions. See, the life transitions are Those are, are actually harder. easier for me. The life transitions are harder for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you the can't get out of your fine. car. I can't get out of my car. I can't leave a town once like, Right. Like moving a house. And is, like, oh, but man. like the little transition. So it's like transitioning from drinking my coffee and doing email to getting in the shower. I don't like making that change. I'm huh. doing a thing. Huh. It's comfortable doing this thing. So where are, where are you disciplined? I've been flossing a lot. <laughs> Another <laughs> micro. This is great. Listen, you got to start somewhere, no, right? No, this is totally in line with something I've been thinking about, which I'll mention in a second. But I have people tell me all the time, oh, you're so disciplined. And I think, well, yeah, about not eating sugar uh, or about not having coffee or not having drugs or whatever the, the not is. Or I'm really disciplined about some things. Uh, since we've been, I've been doing this accountability practice, I've been pretty disciplined about that. That's yeah. great. But there are other things why I'm like so not disciplined. Yeah. And I just don't focus on the things I think I want to focus on. Whatever gets put at the top of my to-do list right. is the highest, is one of the least likely things to get done. <laughs> what is up with that? I think I should make it like the fourth or fifth most important thing. Right. Because then it will probably get done. Yeah. So, you know, is that discipline? No. And I don't know what I mean, it has you know, to do. And with, then there's like this, and then right, like mindfulness and improvisation. Yeah, I don't either. I don't either. But then, but but then there is the other part of me that's like, well, yeah, nobody's a hundred percent disciplined all the time. In fact, I so uh, I worked with somebody, a student, who wrote a paper about changing his habit. Right. So the the try this in the in improv wisdom was about change a habit or develop a habit or or do something in a new way. Uh huh. And he was like, so I decided to do something in a new way, which is normally I get up and I grind my coffee, which takes 35 seconds. And I make my cup of coffee, which takes 40 seconds. And then I let it, and then I boil the water on a bullet boiler or whatever. And that takes uh, 90 seconds. And then I pour it in and I let it steep for four minutes. And that the entirety of that takes me nine minutes. And then I drink my coffee. But now I'm going to grind my coffee with a hand grinder. And I was like, <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Like, It's a little different. Chill out is what I wanted to say. Like, just, yeah. But everybody finds what works for them, right? But I, but I also got the idea that like, oh, my God, 100% discipline. Just like. Was he always on time to class? Oh, yes. 
Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Post surgery on time. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> like you know, Zombie very, apocalypse. like He's took on time. care of things. Yeah. You know, but also like as I have stated, chaos is a value of mine. Like I like right. I don't mind mess. In fact, it's not about not minding it. It's like I find it sort of an important element. Sure. And so we can't discipline ourselves out of out of the mess. We being me. Oh, or you could, but you don't want to. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want it. Right. That's not, I'm not interested in being, in being totally like predictable and controlled all the time. I don't have it right. in me, nor am I interested. Um, are you, are you familiar with BJ Fogg? Tiny Habits? Yeah. Yeah. So he's a Stanford professor and he, he's got this project called Tiny Habits. Yeah. I want to read more about it because I feel like it could help me. It's, it's huge. He's brilliant. Yeah. And in terms of positive reinforcement also, stuff. So what a name. BJ Fogg. BJ Fogg. He's a great marketer. And his writing is really clear, like, he's, speaking of discipline, he's very disciplined about you don't need a lot of words to say what you need to say. Mm. Be clear, get in, get out, right? He's got, his new book is coming out, and he just put out a note to people who are on his mailing list of, hey, if you want to get this uh, pre-publication worksheets, you know, sign up and we'll send them to you. I really want to help you, and, you know, these tiny changes are going to make a big difference. And his whole premise is that if we want to have big behavior change, just choose something that's a really easy get. Uh-huh. So you just take, if you want to uh, meditate every morning, don't say, I want to meditate for 45 minutes every morning or even half an hour. Say, I'm going to literally put my butt, put my butt on the cushion. Uh-huh. Every day. That's it. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to, that's it. Just a tiny habit of putting my butt on the cushion. Mm-hmm. And then if you do that, you're probably likely to meditate for some amount of time. For some amount of time, and then you develop the habit, right? Yeah. But that it, whatever it is you want to create, you just choose a tiny behavior and then work on that, and give yourself reward yourself for that when you do it. Yeah. Fascinating, but that is a way of creating the kind of discipline that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, the like, well, what's a tiny little thing that you could do to shift so that you would be more on time? Yeah. If you wanted to. And. To me, there is there is a mindfulness element in that, which is doing some self-reflection to say, what do I really want? Mm-hmm. What is my behavior? Let me tune in and actually notice what is true, where I am, how do I how do I respond, what are my patterns, you know, and then taking stock and then saying, All right, now let me make a choice. So I'm not on autopilot. Mm-hmm. Because the the lack of discipline is usually for being on autopilot, with me anyway. Mm-hmm. I get pulled into a video game or I get pulled into watching sports or I get pulled into a conversation that I'm having with a friend and I've sort of just let it go. Yeah. Then I have this other thing that I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. But his new book is coming out in, I think, early November. What's his new I'm book? really excited. It's called Tiny Habits. Oh, more? Yeah. Isn't, doesn't he already have a book called Tiny I Habits? I think so. Oh. He's had a program and I, I wanted to go study with him. Uh, it was crazy expensive. It was like... $4,500 for a week. Wow. And, you know, the notion was come and learn and become an expert in this and your life will change. And I thought maybe this would be a good, really good investment. But I just, at the time, I just couldn't stomach the yeah. expense. But Patricia Ryan Madsen has spent several days with him and studied with him. It reminds me of the Improv Maxim, Start Anywhere. Mm. Right? Like Patricia says, start anywhere. Mm-hmm. You don't have to start with the most important thing. Just start with a thing. Just start where you are. Just begin. Mm-hmm. Just begin. Um, 
you don't have to, right? You don't need the whole plan in order to begin. You just need now. Yeah. And so that's sort of what reminds, that reminds me of that. That's really cool. Yeah. And that, that reminds me of when I, I've, so I've been teaching an improv class. Yeah. Which has been really fun. It's been a long time since I've done that. Yeah. Like just improv. Just improv. Yeah. I mean, well, it's improv with a mindfulness infusion. Flavoring. Yeah. And last week we were playing with the notion of saying yes. And I was teaching them the notion of endowing their partner with something. And then they were stunned to realize how easy it was to improvise if somebody endowed them with something. So, you know, if I just say to you, uh, well, I, I took the dog in and it looks like uh, he's got a problem with his tongue. And if you just respond to that, you don't have to make something up. It's just like, what would you naturally say to that? Mm -hmm. It's just this unfolding. And, and that could be the start somewhere. You look at your partner and like something comes to mind. Oh, you're wearing a necklace that's got a, it looks like a little tiki tribal thing. And I, okay, now I'm going to say something about some tribal thing I noticed. And then all of a sudden the scene unfolds from there. Mm -hmm. I love that. So you mean anything can start a scene? Yeah. 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 And, and the, just the ease it comes out of when you relax into that. Yeah. Right? So the, what you were describing about starting anywhere, changing behavior, getting dis, more disciplined, like, well, just start. Yeah. And then respond. Like, I've, I've heard you say it many times that you don't have, don't put your energy in, in, into inventing, put your energy into responding. Yeah. Right? Is that, did I yeah. get that right? Yeah. That improvisation is, mm -hmm. is at least as much an uh, an art form of response as it is an art, art form of, of invention or perhaps right. more. So I wonder if this leaning towards response plays into the discipline thing, because I think of discipline as a choice made beforehand of I want to do this. Yeah, and then and, following through on it. And then following through, whereas response is, is a response. It's coming after something else happens. Right. And well, I started flossing after a dentist appointment, right? Where I was given some news, some bad news. and a little reality check about how I am not immune to the right. need to floss. Like okay. my teeth don't magically clean themselves. That is true. And that, and then I was like, oh my god, I only got one set of teeth. And I have friends who are like, who have kids who are growing, who are like losing their first set of teeth, and I'm like, kids. You're going to have these till you die. Take care of them. Now you're like an ambassador. And I'm like, an oh God, I got a floss. Yeah. Do you think of yourself as an initiator or a responder? Oh, general? a responder. Me too. I too think of myself that way. Yeah. As my mom has told me that for my lifetime. I don't know if it's because she's told me that or because I actually am that. But I think it's true. Yeah, I don't feel like I do. I mean, I don't... Yeah. I, I have been fortunate in my life that good things have come to me that I could respond to. Yeah, me too. That lead me in the right direction. Totally. Sometimes I wish I were more of the initiator. Like yeah. Flag in the I'm ground. I'm going to go do this. I'm this. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Well, so that's some, some thoughts about discipline. Yeah. That's just on my mind. That's on your mind. Have you watched any of the country music PBS series. No, but my sister has watched a bunch of them and is like addicted. It's really cool. This yeah. Is Ken Burns. Plus, we went to Nashville last year, and so we right. like got steeped in country music history. And yeah, this is the six six two hour episodes Ken Burns documentary on country music, and kind of goes from the beginnings 
I think until like the mid eighties. I just watched the fifth episode last Great. night. It is really good and totally fascinating and makes me appreciate all so much of the music that I love comes out of country music. And so now I appreciate that even more. And I think of um the songs that I like to sing, like when I was learning guitar, all the old folk tunes and some of them were actually country tunes. And what's the difference between country and folk and yeah. hillbilly and honky tonk and uh, Bakersfield, you know, Nashville sound, all this kind of stuff. And I too am excited about the potential of going to the Ryman. Like I've been going to see Brandy Carlisle and all these different places. And oh, and now she's playing at the Ryman. She's playing at the Ryman in January, I think. And so cool. One of my friends from college that I ran into at the Brandy Carlisle show in Berkeley a couple of weeks ago said she has tickets to the show in Nashville. Well, she's doing like nine shows in Nashville. She's doing a whole run. She has tickets to one of the shows and she's like, well, if it turns out my friend can't go with me, would you want to go? I'm like, oh man, that'd be really cool. To yeah. Go to stage at the Ryman Auditorium. So, uh, but the thing that, that was connected to us as I've been watching this whole documentary, is how inclusive country music is. It's got all of these different elements, and it's like this amalgamation. Uh, you're familiar with the term bricolage? It's a French term that's like making use of what's available. Oh, cool. It's a kind of an improvisation term. Yeah. And so it's like, oh, you know, there's a fork over here, and here's a tuba, and here's a plant. and Dang, We'll just use what we got. A scarf, and so yeah. we'll do something with it. And the country music is kind of like, oh, all right, you're singing uh, white gospel music from the hills of Kentucky? Great. Come on along. Oh, you've got some fiddle from New Orleans that you brought from the French? Great. Come yeah. along. Oh, you've got the uh, sounds of the African rhythms coming from the slaves who are in South Carolina? Great. Come yeah. on board. And it's got all these elements more inclusive often than the people who are listening to it. Yeah. And yet, and somehow, sort of the cultural implications of like what country music has come to represent, yeah. and how it has come to be known and seen is not like every man. It's not like it's not for everybody. It's not. It's not like oh wow yeah. It's come on in. Everybody's right. welcome. Like it's a big old world world of happiness and harmony. It's like very like s- southern white. Racist. Racist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. right. Like Southern white racist. Yeah. And, and, and male. And you hear the the back and forth in the documentary, you really get a sense of the back and forth between the black culture and the white culture and black mm-hmm. music and white music and how you know, in the forties, fifties, sixties there were a lot of black people listening to country, country music, music. Yeah. and drawing from it. And, and I know that Ken Burns I heard an NPR interview with him about how really naming that that like the the image of country music that we have now is not actual is not reflected in the actual story of country music yeah yeah but it did include and involve so many people right uh different kinds of people yeah um and and there were african-american musicians who influenced the very first country musicians you know the hank williams and um jimmy rogers like these people were tutored by guys that they met in the street when they were little kids right, and right, right. taught them how to play yeah, guitar. It's, you yeah, know, so it's interesting. That kind of stuff. Totally fascinating. So I really recommend it. I think you'd love yeah. it. What, what made you bring it up? Um, because of the, that notion of 
inclusivity and it, it the whole thing I've been like as I've been watching and thinking this is all really improvisational. Yeah. Is people cool. responding to the experiences of their lives and bringing in all these different elements and putting something new. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just that it's creative more than improvisational. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of improv in the music too. You listen to the slide guitar solos and yeah, it's just great. Cool. And, and there's you mentioned that country music has been male dominated. It's yeah. also this a lot of mention of the history of women in the music. Yeah. And uh, I've been listening to as Brandy Carlisle has moved into country. Her honoring her country roots. Yeah. Started this all women group called the High Women. It's like, oh, this is bubbling up too. Yeah. It's, it's going in a new direction. Also, shout out to Brandy for her gay country song. Yeah. If she ever leaves me, it won't be for you. <laughs> Which is yeah. an amazing song. So listeners at home, go Spotify it. It's fantastic. It's called If She Ever Leaves Me. It was not written by Brandy. I was just going to say that. Right. right. Yeah, but she sings it and she but owns it. But she sings it, it she and sings she owns it. it. And it's all about how like she's out with her woman and she sees a dude looking at her woman and she's like, all right, listen, dude, like yeah. there's a lyric. It's going to take more than whiskey to make that flower bloom, Yeah, <laughs> which I love because she's like, she's not... she might leave me, but it's not going to be for you. It's not by you, but Yeah, it was pretty great. Yeah. Pretty mm-hmm. great. So I, I strongly recommend it, and I was I was thinking of us. I've been thinking of us as I've been watching it. Cool. So cool. there was that. Yeah, I gotta watch it. Next topic. Yeah. Do you have one? I've got several. Jeez. Great. Got, yeah. Great. One is this notion from the book "The Art of Is" by Stephen Nakamonovich. Yeah. So you've read some of it, I think. I have read some of it. I haven't finished it yet. This he's the author of a book called Free Play that Patricia Ryan Madsen introduced me to long ago, and I think maybe my favorite book on improvis- improvisation on improvisation improvisation. I think it might be my favorite book on improvisation. Hmm. I don't know. I, I I want to be careful in saying that because there's so many great ones. But sure, this is his new book, and I've been waiting for it. It's called The Art of Is Improvising as a Way of Life. So hey. Right up our alley, right up our listeners' alley. That's what we do. It's kind of, a, and so he's speaking our language. He's speaking our topics, but he does it in a different language. It's really cool. His voice is so different from ours. Cool. But the chapter that was that really stood out to me, he calls verbs and nouns, and he's talking about that improvisation isn't a thing, or it is that it is a thing. But that improv is actually, it's a verb. It's when we're... It's, Improvising. It's a doing thing. Yeah. And to make that shift from thinking of our lives in nouns into oh. thinking of our lives in verbs and as verbs. It's not that we are... Oh, God, I love that. ...a person. We are personing. I love it. We are in the act of being a person. We are doing things to make ourselves we're a person. We're not done. We're not... We haven't done it. And it's not static. Yeah. And so it sort of engages with the changeability, the mutability, the presence in the moment, all that stuff. Like, wow, what if I'm not Ted, but I'm Tedding. Currently. I'm currently Tedding. Yeah. You know, and the cat is catting, like whatever it is. It's just, it's this really powerful idea. So like this is very, that idea of, start to think about your life in terms of verbs instead of nouns is so nice. Yeah. Cause it like releases the pressure of having to know things. Mm-hmm. 
and recognize that like, oh yeah, we're not done with this yet. Like I'm not where I want to be with this or like this piece, like right now I'm in the middle of some, uh, uncomfortable transitions Mm. that are tricky for Mm -hmm. me and are making me really have to practice what I preach. Is it per, like personal transitions? Personal transitions. Yeah. Just like, mm-hmm. per, like like things, it's not, not big life transitions. We've discussed how I don't like transitions. But like, um, just like, oh, things just feel unsettled. Yeah. Like a couple of things feel unsettled sort of interpersonally um, in various ways. And, and not with huge stakes, but I don't know how it's going to settle out. And mm-hmm. I'm sort of in that suspended place of like, a friend of mine said, oh yeah, you're mid leap. Like you've left, right. you've left a thing and you've not landed on a thing and you're, you don't know what is going to be there to land on yet yeah, or what it's going to look or feel like. And getting comfortable in that is like very, I'm having a hard time. I'm having a little bit of a hard time. And then I like just recently came to this, came to this place of settledness in not knowing. Mm-hmm. And was like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to know this for a while. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to, yeah. Like the discomfort came from like wanting to figure it out and not knowing the answer. Okay. And not knowing how it's going to end. And then, and then I just so recently had this, had this like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to be in this mess for a while. So how does this tie into the, the verb noun thing then? Because it, mm, that's a great question. I don't know exactly, but it seemed relevant. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but like, uh, yeah, I'm doing this struggle. I'm in it. I'm in the flow of this thing. It's I would, not a... I would think it could give you some more compassion for yourself too, because you don't have to identify with it as I am the struggle. Like the, yeah, in a noun sense, does it, yeah, that, that doesn't, doesn't resonate? That doesn't totally resonate. But the, the thing that does is this idea that like, Oh, the answer is there and my job is to find it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right? And that's how it was like when I was like trying to figure out whether to have a kid and stuff. It was like, I felt like I was like, what is it? Is it yes or is it no? Like, how do I find the answer? And then it was like, well, hold on. The answer, the, the, the idea that the answer is waiting to be found is a myth. Mm. You are in the middle of, an- you are answering. Nice. And answering looks like sometimes feeling yes and sometimes feeling no and noticing those things and having a conversation with it. And then... And then winding, and then and then as you go, things start to look different. Right. Um, <clears throat> and so, so the verb or the noun to verb thing is like uh, helpful because I think that it makes everything less concrete and discrete. Yeah. Like I'm at this step, and I want to be at that step, and until and until I'm at that step, I'm. In insufficient, right? I'm not doing it. Yeah, and it's like, oh no, this this feeling, this the fact that you're in the middle of this, or like, um, I I have this a lot with, uh, my really hard thing is is, um, feeling like I have upset people, right? Or that I've hurt, anything I've done has hurt somebody. It's like I I have uncovered recently a belief. This is sort of off topic now, but I've sort of uncovered a belief. I've discovered that I have this belief that that if I do everything right, no one will ever be hurt by me. That's a lot of power. So, yeah, it's a lot. It's absurd, and I'm speaking it out loud so I can know that it's absurd. Right. But I still sort of believe it, right? Sure. I still sort of mm-hmm. think that if I do, if I think about all the things the right way, if I say the things the right way. I can take care of everybody's feelings. Mm-hmm. 
which is real hard. <laughs> There's a lot of responsibility. It's really hard, yeah. So I'm like slowly trying, but like one of the things, one of those things is like, oh, and when you're in the middle of things, like people might be unhappy with you. Yeah. And like, that's okay. That you, like, that's another thing to sort of recognize that it's not that you'll be okay once you're over that person being unhappy, right? Like, right. It's not a thing to solve or fix or button up. A box to check. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my friend Poretsky, who's a clown, got advice from her teacher, which is have the problem, don't solve the problem. Yeah, love it. And so there's this, which I've probably said on the podcast before. So there's this like moment of, ooh, um, and <laughs> I'm talking a lot, uh, but it ties into this other thing, which is when I was in Bali. I spent a week in Bali because right. I had a job in Singapore. So I just like popped over to Bali and As like people do. hung out for a right. week. Mm-hmm. And when I was there, Patricia put me in touch with a guide, like somebody who would drive me around the island mm-hmm. and show me things and teach me things. And it was wonderful. His name was Dana. And he said, you know, life is always pretty great. And I was like, is it? And he's like, yeah, because even when it's bad, you can look around and go, oh, this is bad. <laughs> And then you can enjoy that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. So there's a part of it that's like, oh, I'm in a mess right now. Right. And maybe it's like, I have, wow, I have screwed things up. I am in the middle of this mess. Or like, I have t- I have taken some missteps and that's what's happening now. Or maybe it's just yep. like, oh, man, I'm, I'm re- like, things are really churned up for me right now. And mm-hmm. that's what this feels like. And, and then you sort of you, I can like look around from the inside of that moment without wishing that that moment were not happening. Yeah. And then you're just doing it. You're doing that moment. Yeah. It's totally that, that what's his name? Dana. Yeah. That sounds like a mindfulness instruction. Yeah. Big time. Look around when it's bad. You go, Oh, this is bad. And And he said it with this big smile. Yeah. And then it's fine. And then it's okay. It's like, Oh yeah. Okay. Well, all right. And that all the pain comes from wishing it weren't bad. That's cool. <sighs> that was a lot. <laughs> Whew, it was a lot I just went through. <laughs> welcome, everybody. <laughs> You're back. Well, You're back. Welcome, to all the, yeah, welcome, welcome to my issues. To your issues. <laughs> my, my problematic beliefs. Well, before we move on, I just I think it's important to name that Nakamadovich says that nouns are helpful too. That mm-hmm. they, you know, like, they help us. Yeah, you got to tie things register down. Register and determine and sort and figure things out, and that. But that's that's not how life is. Uh-huh. Life is more being in that messy moves. moment. Yeah, it moves and changes. That thing that you just said reminded me of another topic that I had considered, which was brought up by a friend's post on Facebook. Uh-huh. Life Hansen. Yeah. Uh, f- formerly known as Leaf Hansen. An improv uh, applied improvisation friend who does a lot of the similar work to what we do, but he wrote about this notion of best day ever. It sounds like what this guy was telling you uh, that a friend of his had challenged him when he's asked how are you doing to respond with it's the best day ever, best day ever, and that he had originally resisted that because he didn't want to dismiss or hide when he was feeling not good or something but that in doing the practice of trying it out he actually found that his spirits improved greatly and i thought well not that is just 
fascinating. I, I don't know if I would like this practice or not. Mm-hmm. Part of me says, well, yeah, gratitude's good. So whatever's going on in your life, you can be thankful for. Yeah. And, but to call it the best day ever, I'm like, I'm, I'm a list maker. I want to rank things. I'm like, this isn't the best day. You know, three weeks ago was a better day. This is a day. Yeah. This is the day. It's a day. It's a day I'm grateful for. It's now. This it's is fun. the, in a sense, it's the only day I've got. So it's, yeah, it's in that good. sense, it's the best day. Right. And yet, yeah, I, I loved life raising this and, and thinking about it. But he, he, in his post, mentioned three things. He said, what well, we just sort of mentioned, that, okay, every day is the only day we have. So in that sense, it's the best day. But that also, um, when we name it that way, we start to see it that way. We start looking for the things that are making it true. So we look for what we're grateful for. Mm-hmm. And then, thirdly, we then start to make it that way. Like, if I'm saying it's the best day ever... There's part of me that's like, well, we have to figure out how it's going to be the best day ever. So that I'm not a dirty liar. That's right. Maybe <laughs> it's not the best day yet, but it's we're still going. But it's getting there. So if you're thinking of that way, like, how can I make this that's the best day ever? Yeah. Well, let me make this conversation even better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me, you know, tune into what's around me and enjoy I, it even more. Sure, yeah, yeah, sure. So you're resistant to this notion. I am. Yeah, say more. Like, I am. This is exactly why I thought it was an interesting thing to consider. Like, I buy all of those things that you yeah. just said, right? It's like <clears throat> recognizing that we have that we have agency, that we can make our day better, that we can set things up, that language matters, the way we talk about things yeah. matter. If we're always talking about what's wrong, we're going to notice what's wrong. If we talk about what's good, we're going to notice what's good. What is it? What, what What's my issue? For One of the things for me, I don't want it to be a spiritual bypass. Like I'm, I'm just gonna ignore the things that aren't good. Yeah. Right. Because I feel like if I do, I'm if I just like, paper them over, they're sitting in there festering, and literally and, and causing I, toxins in my body. And I guess the, I guess the point could be like, yeah. And with all the, with all the bad things, this is still the best day ever. Yeah. Like I guess that's the point. Is like I'm feeling hard. I'm feeling hard feelings, and I'm having a hard time. And like I'm not feeling very happy, and this is the best day ever, right? What's, because I'm alive and I'm here and I'm kicking, I'm, I'm living life. I mean, is that the idea? Part of it, yeah. What's good? What's noble? What can I learn from those things? Yeah, yeah. I'm like exa- I'm a little exhausted by the idea of working on that on a daily basis. <laughs> if you had the discipline to work, well, out. if I had discipline, we'd have be having a whole different conversation. Anything would be possible if I could get out of my car after I park it. <laughs> That podcast that you're listening to is really good. I haven't done that as much lately. Like sit in my car. I do that. So I, I used to do it the, a lot. The other man. night I got home and I pulled in the garage, put the garage door down, and I I took out my phone to do something and I just fell asleep. I fell asleep yeah. in my car. Yeah. It's like uh I did that once cats were in upstairs. front of my apartment and a neighbor came and knocked on the window and was like, Are you did you just pass out? Are you okay? And Are I was like, drunk? Oh my god, I'm fine. I'm fine. I just I'm tired, and yeah. I'm, and I didn't get out of my car fast enough. Yeah. Anyway, I, I think part of the the benefit of that notion of this is the best day ever is that you can give yourself in within that you can give yourself permission to have whatever feelings you're having. Well, it's kind of like you can define anything the way you want to define it. So, like, yeah. right, best day ever. If somebody heard best day ever, they might not interpret it the way that I mean it. Right. 
Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's sort of like God. It's like, sure, yeah, I'll say I believe in God because God can mean whatever I decide that it means. But when I tell other people I believe in God, they may hear a thing and interpret it in a way that is not the way I... Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, like there is a there is a translation moment that. Yeah, and that's why I don't say I'm Christian. Happens, and maybe that matters. Yeah, because that means something. What it means to people people is not what it means to me. It's not what it means to you. But I do. But I right. But I buy all the. I buy all the things. I guess there's a part of me that's like, I don't know. It's not my. Maybe it's just not my style. Right. Well, here's the here's the thing that that got me. I think the most that convinced me the most that like maybe I should try it. Is that life was skeptical about it too. He uh-huh. didn't like the notion. Yeah. But he decided to try it out. And he said, I just felt so much better. Interesting. My interactions with people were so much more enjoyable. Yeah. My days were more enjoyable. I had a better time and I learned more. Okay. There was this so one. Just based on functionality. Yeah. Like, well, okay, if it works, you know, like. Yeah, totally. Why not tr- do I want to try it out? There, I recall an interaction I had with somebody that actually really pissed me off, which was, didn't piss me off, but I was like, ugh, like, you know, it irked me. Uh-huh. Which was, I asked somebody how they were doing. I was like, how you doing? It was, I was meeting somebody that somebody, uh, that a friend of mine was dating. This was years ago. And we were, I was meeting him for the first time, or maybe I'd met him once before, and I walked in and I saw him, and I was like, how you doing? And he was like, amazing. And I was like, who oh, cool. What's so amazing? And he was like, oh, you know. Day at work, things are <laughs> fine, and I was like, "That doesn't sound amazing." Doesn't sound amazing at all. And part of it is like, you, so so I got annoyed at the at the rote response, right, of amazing because you've decided that's how you want to answer when you're not connecting to the to the idea that today is amazing. If you are actually able to connect every day with the idea that today is the best day ever, and then if I said, "Oh, best day ever," why? What's going on? Right. And you can answer me, right? You know, I've 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 suffered a crushing heartbreak, and now I feel really alive. Or whatever. What, well, yeah. yeah, like whatever. Yeah, whatever the thing is. Like, then, that, then that's great. You know, yeah. then that's great. And I am, like, I, I also recognize that when you answer with something like amazing or best day ever, it, it invites conversation. Yes. And that's, I, people like me like that. Mm-hmm. So, like, that probably would make my day better. Um. <clears throat> In and of itself. Right. It's like, I get to talk to the checkout person at Trader Joe's. Mm -hmm. Um, But if somebody's doing it and it, you know, answering best day ever as a habit is the same as answering fine as a habit or or anything else, which is like. Yeah, if you don't really mean it. If you don't really mean it. Yeah. If it's just like, this is just what I say. Mm -hmm. But if you're, if the, if the assignment is consider the idea that every day is the best day ever. It's the best day ever. Yeah, I'm agnostic With all about all of this. the pieces in it. Yeah, I'm, I'm agnostic. Yeah. I, I get hung up on the the word best. I still do. Yeah. The, me, the measurer in right. me. The like evaluator. It's yeah. like we're evaluating this as better than all other days. Yeah. And the idea, it's like, well, it's the only day. Now we're into like, okay, I see what you're doing. Yes, you're alive and great. Cool. All right. It's the only day you've got. The mindfulness and improv curmudgeons. Okay. okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Go ahead. Right. But I'm not ready. Every to, day is as great as but, every other yeah, day. Yeah, because mm-hmm. we're here and it's everything's a gift and our hardships teach us. So how glorious it is to be taught by so many obstacles. Like what? Uh, let us be thankful for the yeah, moment. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's gonna be us. Awesome we're it's like, like, I believe all that stuff. And then there's a part of me that's like, do we ever get a day off? We're gonna be sitting on a bench in forty years, the two of us, yeah. watching some astro park, <laughs> watching the spaceships go by and. Rah, rah, rah. <laughs> I'm so grateful, Lisa. 
This is an amazing day. Yeah. Well, Best day ever. So, okay. Well, uh, you know. But, um, but, in, but it's in, but, I, but. We've still got a lot of this day left. I like the. Don't, don't <laughs> instruct me to go out and make this the best day. You, There's also it's only 11 somebody o'clock. who used to sign emails with make it a great day. And I was like, don't tell me don't what tell, to yeah. do. Uh-uh. Don't tell me what to do. Uh-uh. You no. can make your day however you want it to be. Keep your prescriptions off me. I get very... Keep your paws off my day. I get day. very, yeah. Like, don't tell me what to yeah, do. Yeah, I don't like it when people say have you a great know, day. I'll handle my day. What if they say, I hope you have a great day. You okay with that? Yeah. Yeah, great. And you know, it's different than have a great day. Thanks. That doesn't feel like I'm being told what to do. Right. What was the instruction? Make it a great day. Make it a great day. Yeah. Make it a great day. That's... You know what? You go make your day a great day. <laughs> Screw you. You make your day. You make your own like, day have great. Have a great day. It's like, I hope you have a great Like, I hope your day is great. Yeah. Right. And I'm totally behind this idea that we have influence on our days. Whatever. It's like, I get it. Okay. I'm just not there yet. Boom. I'm not there All yet. Right. We're not doing the best day ever. Practice. I'm verbing right now. I have not arrived. It is the besting day. It's the, it's, yeah. Hmm. Okay. Uh, well, on that note, it feels like the arc of the conversation has kind could, of rounded the corner. Could be, could be done. So okay. Well, I don't, I don't know how to sign off then because it feels like we're kind of come to the end of the conversation. But I want to suggest that people go out and enjoy themselves or like that feels feel- fine just don't tell people have the best day ever they may or may not have the best day ever i don't want to impose that on anybody i so wish that life brings you <laughs> I'm, I'm never going to be able to write a greeting card I, ever again i hope you find something delightful in the rest of your day ah just one yeah, at least one little something one little you. tiny something something delights you in the rest of your a day a little tiny thing to to build on yeah so okay well there you have it it's a bit amusing. I could totally come around on that. We'll uh, see. Yeah, we'll find out from the life of Lisa I may be, and I may be already there. I just, I just, it's words. Okay. Well, it's been a pleasure chatting with you. Yes, it's, lo- it's lovely. Lovely to, lovely to chat. And uh, pleasure chatting with all of you who are listening. I hope that you've been chatting along with us. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry we haven't been answering your questions or responding to you very right. well. It's not that we're ignoring you. We just... We're really pleased to have your engagement. We're a little oblivious. Yeah. So. Yeah. But in any um, case. All right, cool. Well, until next time, we both have a bunch of out of town coming up. We do, but so, uh, we'll find a way. We'll see. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the next one's going to be number 69, so just think about that for a little bit. Yeah, uh, sure. <laughs> Although, I, well, we won't talk about it. Downton Abbey, episode number 69. <laughs> okay, bye, everybody. Ciao. So there you have it. Yeah. A little hodgepodge, pastiche. Yeah, totally. Collection. It's not, it was kind of nice. I don't know that it, uh, yeah, I'm not sure if it was, if it was terribly improv and mindfulness right. uh, centered, every, but. Every now and then I'm going to give, I think we should give ourselves permission to just go afield. Just go wandering in the fields, you know what I mean? Great. And this is like with the accountability practice that I just started recently where mm-hmm. every day, 15, at least 15 minutes of mindfulness practice, at least 15 minutes of embodiment practice, and once a week, I get to take a day off. I think we could, you know, we don't have to be so... We don't have to worry about it. Dare I say disciplined. Great. Great. <laughs> yeah. That word is for me. So, uh, so there you have it. Yeah. 
I hope the wandering was fruitful for others as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, really appreciate it. Do you have anything you'd like to plug going forward? I don't think so. Well, let's see. For, if for local folks, uh, local to San Francisco, Fridays in November, I'm directing The Gather, which is our storytelling show at Bats Improv. And so if you want to check that out, come come see. It's local storytellers and improvisers, improvising story, improvising scenes and, and songs and whatnot based on the stories. Super fun. Really lovely. Like the, it's, it's sort of two shows for one. Mm-hmm. I, I really, really like it. So there's that. And then, you know, in a few days, I'm going to the Vancouver, to Vancouver for the International Theater Sports Institute Conference Festival. And I am, I've just like lined up my show schedule mm-hmm. and I'm playing 7.30 on Wednesday, 9.30 on Wednesday, 7.30 on Thursday, 9.30 on Thursday. This is like heaven. Like two shows every day for, for like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Two of those are the Bechtel test with an international mm-hmm. all-star cast, which I'm so excited about. Um, other ones are like Maestro and Guerrilla Theater, and I'm doing a show directed, uh, the play Unscripted with Dan O'Connor from LA. I'm just like so excited about it. I think you're gonna have a number of best days ever. Oh, God. <laughs> I gotta watch my expectations, because I'm just like expecting to spend the next week in the stratosphere of joy right. and it's like you know it's not going to be that it's going to be days okay. are going to be hard or what weird yeah. or whatever it might be but that's great i'm psyched for it. i wish i could come to that oh my god i'm so excited so if you're in vancouver check it out okay yeah awesome i've got two big things i want to let people know about one is the playful mindfulness immersive weekend that's happening in maui Ooh. november 8th to 10th go to hawaii so it's Ted. it's not a retreat like we're not setting up uh lodging and food, lodging food. but you know it's gonna be but it's like three days of friday night it's all day saturday all day sunday yeah of it's gonna be great gonna be and great. i can't wait it's gonna be a, a delight and so oh yeah, my god take your week-long vacation and spend a weekend of it doing this stuff right playfulmindfulness.info and then the other thing I, I, I think I mentioned before is just that I'm going to be doing a, uh, it's called Yes to Life Improvisation and Spirituality a Retreat that I'm doing with two colleagues, uh, Angelo John Lewis and Cindy Franklin, whom I've met through networks and such. And they're both really cool and bringing neat things to the table. We're going to do a retreat up in Healdsburg, California right. in March. So I want to let people know about that and you know, stay tuned. But um, those are both coming up. So fun. Yeah, I love the in-person experiences. Like, okay, we're reaching you through the ether, like, but let's get together. Hang yeah, out. yeah, come together. So it's a different deal. If you want to talk to us, info at monsterbabypodcast.com. And uh, <laughs> we'll love to get back to you. So yeah. hit us up. All right, I'll talk to you soon. Till the next time, we love you. Bye.